Welcome to White Noise Season 2 Hello, welcome back to White Noise A uh, bit of a quick uh, kind of intro this week uh, Because Blacker and I were both too busy to record So instead... We've brought back some of our favorites from the past year. Well, last year, really. Nothing nothing new. Um, oh, my phone's gone. See, this is very uh, casual, this kind of recording session. Um, I'm not even recording this in my usual software, so if it sounds kind of fuzzy, that's why. Um, but uh, we've got three highlights for you from... Uh, season one of White Noise. So they come from episodes six, nine, and 20. Um, and they're just some of my favorite parts. Uh, listening back to editing, this was a lot of fun um, to relive these kind of moments from the White Noise repertoire. Um, and I think they're really fun. And I know a lot of people have started listening this year and might not have gone back and listened to some of these old ones. So I um, hope you enjoy them if they're new and if you have listened to them before well i think they're quite fun so i think you'll enjoy listening to them again uh so hope you enjoy uh the white noise for today is not the sounds of is that barry drive um the white noise for today is actually oh, i haven't thought of a good title <laughs> but the principle for today is is this uh we're going to go through the, the the craziest films that you've never heard of so what, what we did is Josh and I have gone and found three different film titles. So titles of films, right? And so all the titles of films that you'll hear today are real films. Um, but, the, but the difference is, is we then either will tell the actual plot of that film or we will make up a plot. And the job of the other person is to guess the plot of that film. So for example... Um, Josh will be like, oh, my film is Jamie Oliver's Vegetarian Recipes, which definitely isn't the book that's on the table right now. Shout out to Jamie Oliver. Thanks for listening. <laughs> you and Paul Simon. <laughs> um, and then he'll tell me the plot of Jamie Oliver's Vegetarian Recipes. And then if it's correct, and then I get, and then he'll tell me the plot and it'll either be the real plot or the fake plot. And we'll do it as like a system as in like, I'll get a point if I correctly guess, which it is. And then if I don't correctly guess, he gets the point. So he wants to fool me as well. Yes. The next film that I have is called The Chum Scrubber. The Chum Scrubber. <laughs> the Chum Scrubber. <laughs> Real film title. What year was The Chum Scrubber released? 2004? I didn't note it down. It was early 2000s. Early 2000s. Okay. Early 2000s, yeah. Early 2000s. Um, do you want me to explain the plot of the Chum please, Scrubber? Please, I mean, ahead. this podcast wouldn't work if I didn't. <laughs> so, Dean is our main character. Dean's a high school student who's looking for a part-time job. He finds out that he can make a lot of money working as a cleaner at a sperm donation clinic. <laughs> um, Dean then finds out he's really good at it. At like at, at cleaning <laughs> and cleaning, but well, it's not that hard or a job to a, do. At cleaning or at sperm donation? Well, he's <laughs> the cleaner at the sperm. <laughs> the, it didn't actually elaborate on that fact, but it was more like he's a good cleaner. He gets along really well with the receptionist. He hears a lot of um, really interesting gossip 
at the at the place as well, and he's just like, this is a lot of fun. Um, in terms of, because there's not a lot of like in terms of, it's very hard to get someone to clean a, a sperm donation clinic. Is it? <laughs> I feel like it would. Well, that's what the plot like, seems like implies yeah, but, anyway. But it's all going into like a tube or something, isn't it? Like it's, well, it's not much spillage, right? That's the that's the good bit of the job. <laughs> that's what you hope happens, but um, things don't always work out, right? Um, but but yeah, so it's a so but like it's also like it's not a fun thing to say, I suppose. Maybe that maybe that's the the angle they're going. Someone was like, "Oh, what do you what do you do as your job?" It's like, oh, "I work at a sperm donation clinic." Well, you should say I'm a cleaner, right? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, the same people who thought to release a film called The Chum Scrubber probably also didn't think through this level of detail in the in the depth of the plot, did they? <laughs> or did you not think through this level of depth in the plot? <laughs> <laughs> so, so Dean's like having a so, so Dean's working at this sperm donation clinic he's having a good time making a lot of money right um, and so he's now loaded and buys himself a bunch of like really really fancy clothes so everyone at the school like kind of takes notice because he's like who's this who's this cool kid in denim jackets and sunglasses yeah the height of cool <laughs> or is that just what you think the height of cool is I'm going to say leather <laughs> and rather than denim leather is cool but I don't know <laughs> of examples <laughs> so you can imagine the wikipedia article on the chunk scrubber is not particularly <laughs> yeah. detailed um everyone at school takes notice and he becomes very popular because he's now got good looking clothes yeah. uh he starts dating the most popular girl in school named crystal uh and he's crystal's also got an older brother troy who's like uh had to who's like he's a bit older so he's so, which is an important plot detail, but he's like, he's also like not that bright. So he's had to re- repeat high school quite a few times. Um, but his parents are like really pushing him to repeat high school. So he's, so everything's going well for Dean. He's dating Crystal. Then one day, um, Troy, like we get, like we find out that Troy reads that x-rays from mobile phones mean that you won't produce sperm past the age of 30. <laughs> so he's like, oh no. I got to So rather than not using a mobile phone or verifying his research, he decides to go and donate sperm. And he's. <laughs> you can see where this is going. He goes to the clinic and bumps into Dean. Uh, and he tells everyone um, about Dean's job at school. And he gets merc- And like Dean starts getting bullied because of the job he does. Uh, and Crystal dumps him as well. Like things are going bad. And everyone starts calling him the chum scrubber, which I didn't get <laughs> so i then googled it <laughs> but if you urban dictionary chum it's a slang word for sperm oh hence the name I, chum scrubber that makes you you remember spongebob that makes the chum bucket a little <laughs> less oh <clean>. no <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> Because I've been thinking of the chum bucket since she said <laughs> chum, chum scrubber. I was like, where did You're waiting for this to turn into a Spongebob film? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was my reveal at the end. They're all sponges. <laughs> I did not realise the connection to a... Oh, no. It's made this a lot worse, hasn't yeah. it? Anyway, so... So things have gone pretty bad for Dean, right? He's Everyone calling him the chum scrubber, which isn't a fun nickname. He's gotten dumped. He's getting bullied. Uh, the next week, Troy gets kidnapped. So Crystal's oh. older brother Troy gets kidnapped, right? 
Uh, because you know how he was like, it was repeating high school quite a few. It's because it's like his parents are loaded, right? So they can afford to like push him through, like like make him make him redo re and redo high school. Um, and so they've kidnapped Troy and they're asking for this massive ransom from his parents. Um, which obviously, like again, seems like it's like it's almost like we've got these two parallel plots between Dean and Troy. Um, but um, Dean is at work because he's still working there because it's like it's good money. It's good, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, well, I'm I'm going to go to college. No one will know about this. Um, he overwork. He is at work. At the, like these people talking about how they kidnapped a kid. <laughs> because you know, I said he's he this gossip at work. So like that's clearly why they introduced that earlier. Um, Troy follows the kidnappers. Sorry, not Troy. Dean follows the kidnappers. Sorry, I just wrote the wrong word down. Follows the kidnappers and find out the person they've kidnapped is Troy. Is the sperm donation center just like a kid, like a kidnapping front? <laughs> no, as in like, as in like, they, he was working at the at the clinic. Yeah. And he's just like overhears these two people going to donate oh, sperm. Oh, they don't work. Yeah. With oh, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Or it's like it's like a guy on the phone. Like it's not it's not made clear. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like. Yeah. Um. And the kidnappers like. So he sees where Troy is kidnapped, um, and while the kidnappers are out for lunch, he goes and like frees Troy, um, and Troy then tells everyone about what Dean did, and Troy becomes prom king, prom king, sorry. <laughs> and the film ends with them all chanting "Chum Scrubber" while he snogs Crystal on the dance floor at prom, <laughs> and it's like a happy ending for Dean. <laughs> And how good is the chum scrubber? <laughs> chum scrubber. Uh, I think the way you've described it makes it probably sound better than it is. You know, I feel like it was probably not directed as well as you've described it. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, you know, I'm, like I'm imagining this like like high like very oh, yeah. well quality <laughs> high quality film, and instead it's probably like low like, budget. It's, like, it's like it's one of these like like you know how there was like that like you have those like high school films, right? Yeah. Like it's one of those. Um, I didn't watch the trailer. Um, it didn't look like it was gonna be great. I couldn't like yeah. I didn't like do that much more digging beyond the plot. But yeah, like I imagine it's probably like one of those people who tried to make one of those films, but just didn't do a very good job of it. <laughs> I um I think it's this is my final answer. I'm just saying what mm -hmm. I'm thinking. Like I think it's it's real because it's just like the way you were talking about it. I just can't see you like making all that up. You know, like I just I just yeah. can't really see you <laughs> creating that because it's just like so like so it's, like it's so beyond what <laughs> you'd be able to do. You know, I yeah, think you go in a different direction. So I'm gonna say it's real. Are you looking that in? Yeah. It's fake. Oh my god. <laughs> you made all that up? <laughs> Were parts of it real? Or was it all just fake? So <laughs> What's the real plot of the chump scrubber? <laughs> so I I was I literally like was flicking through movies with dumb titles, right? And I came across the chump scrubber, I was like, this sounds pretty good. And I opened it up and it's actually like the chump scrubber actually sounds like a pretty serious film. Like, in terms of, there is a kidnapping in it, and it's set at a high school, and there are characters called Dean, Troy, and Crystal. Um, but that's literally, <laughs> as in, like, literally, Dean, Dean is the character who, as in, like, 
it's actually about a, like a kid who was like dealing drugs at high school and stuff oh, like that. And there's like someone dies and like this whole really serious. I think Dean's the person who dies. This is a really serious. It's a really serious. <laughs> Where's the chum? What's the chum in the actual? Film? I don't know. Did you make up chum? <laughs> yeah. Wait. Did you make up the definition? Or no. I looked. I was <laughs> like. I was like. I, but I was like, chum scrap is a funny thing. So I just looked up what. I was like, it sounds like it would be something. Wrong. I looked it up and I was like, and I, I literally like was looking at chum scrap. I was like, this is such a disappointing plot of a film. <laughs> And then I was like, I was like, I could still do something with the kidnapping. And then I looked up Chum and it was like, well, I now have my plot of my film. <laughs> yeah, like apart from that, there was, the original film had those character names and there was a kidnapping. I came up with that completely it's, myself. Uh, I'm impressed. I'm, I'm <laughs> color me impressed. <laughs> I thought you were going to figure it out. Nah, gonna, I was like, I was like, it's either, it's either completely real or like. There's like parts of it that are that are that are real, but like most of it you've just made up. Like, like once I, once I did this, I was dead set that we had to do this topic because <laughs> I put too much effort into thinking through that part. Would you watch that film? I um I I <laughs> I don't know if I'd say I'd watch it, <laughs> but you could see it being a legitimate. Film. I could yeah I could I could picture it all. You know it seems think... like one of those kind of wacky things that like America would. I feel like because I'd seen I'd say I watched Mean Girls about a week ago or something like that so I think maybe I just like channeled it was over a week it was like two weeks and I think I maybe channeled just like that having pre- recently watched a high school like one of those American films that I was like I was just like that seems to be what they're all centred on and I just made it that was it influenced by sex education as well oh, yeah, TV nice. show? <laughs> I don't know if I've ever interacted with an Ikea employee have you ever interacted with an Ikea employee? No, but they're just always around, aren't they? Do you see them there? They're, they're just there. They're kind of like... They could be holograms. They could be. Have you ever physically interacted with one? No. I can't uh, say that I have. And like, I don't know if I've... But I feel like I've seen them carrying stuff. So I feel less like... Have you then touched that stuff and confirmed that it, it also wasn't a hologram? I, I have not. So you've got me there. But so I, I think more like the... If you've come into contact with an Ikea worker, or if you are well, an Ikea worker... Well, yeah, well, I've never heard of anyone getting a job at Ikea, right? You know, yeah. Like you hear about people getting jobs other places. But no, I feel like I've seen... I know someone who's worked at Ikea. I feel like I've seen this... Because it's a stripy shirt, right? Is it? Isn't it like a, 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 a like a vertical stripy shirt? I thought it was just like a plain blue shirt with like IKEA on it. <laughs> I'll look it up. I'll look it up. I, this is, but yeah, like I, that's true. I don't think I know. Maybe I do know someone who's worked at IKEA. But yeah, it's it's a it's it, it could all be a hologram. The other cool thing about IKEA is oh no, you were right. It's like a yellow stripy shirt. Looks like a prison uniform, actually. It does actually. <laughs> it does, yeah. yeah. It does. Are they prisoners? <laughs> <laughs> That's how they integrate prisons back into society. Does Sweden have that kind of reformative prison thing? Because uh, I know, like, some of the European countries... It's like, I feel like the it. countries that would do it, Sweden would be up there. Yeah. As in they're very, so maybe like, it, progressive. Maybe it is. Maybe... Ikea, or I feel like we can't say all IKEA workers are criminals. No, but yeah, they could be. <laughs> they, <they're... laughs> That's not any better! I mean, anyone could be a criminal. That's, a, that's oh, just right, the truth, you know? That's a fundamental truth. What's a law you've broken recently? Um, if you're a police officer, please. <laughs> you're a police officer before the... Wait, you can think Stop of a law listening. you've broken recently? Um, I jaywalked the other day. Oh, uh, yeah, I jaywalked yeah. yesterday. Yeah. As in, you just, like, cross the road yeah. at when there's a crossing light. Wait, so what defines jaywalking? Anytime you, like, cross a road where there's not a crossing. 
But what about roads that don't have crossings? This is always... I've always wondered this. <laughs> well, I think in some cases it's, like, allowed. Well, not allowed, but not explicitly yeah. illegal. Yeah. Because, to be honest, it's definitely, like... But you don't jaywalk when it's dangerous. <laughs> like, mum, tune away now. <laughs> <laughs> but there's, like, definitely cases, like, where I've not gone and gone with the green walking life and then you have cars who are not obeying the traffic conditions and it's like more dangerous to have gone with the green walking light than to have just like gone by like washing the traffic that's true i mean the moral of the story is just watch the traffic when you go with the green walking light but you know which i do mum. um <laughs> but also sometimes those intersections have they the cars can turn right even though the yeah, I don't side. like yeah. that. Yeah, because yeah. also you're like you're trying you're walking across and there's just this car looking at you. It's like, and you just get this vibe that they want to run you down. Cause they're like they're just like whenever a car does that, it gives off a real impatient vibe, doesn't it? Like yeah, they're literally yeah. like they're just sitting in the middle of the intersection, watching the person walk across. I mean, I don't think that's usually how they feel, but I, it does feel like that when you're walking across there. Yeah. When you're driving there, you're just like. Oh no, not another one of these things. <laughs> I suppose when you're driving, you're quite worried about like, I'm not going to be able to get through the intersection because of this, like, stuck in with Well, you know, when I, when I was first learning to drive, if um, there was another point where we had to turn right and there wasn't an explicit, like, right turning signal. So it was just you went out into the intersection if it was green. Mm. And then um, the, the traffic kept going on the other side of the road. So I couldn't cross, and he was like, "Oh, don't worry, we'll just wait here until the traffic stops." Oh, you just wait in the middle, and then like, like the light goes red, and then all the traffic stops, and you turn right. And I was like, oh, "Am I allowed to do this?" And I was with an instructor, and he he said, "Yeah, this, that's that's the law. You're allowed to do that, and nobody knows you're allowed to do that, but that's how you're meant to keep traffic flowing in those kind of situations." That's wild. Yeah, that's there's definitely in Civic in Canberra. There's a couple of places where like it's. It's not labelled. I think I remember being... I was in a car once and it's like not labelled as no right turn. But then you do the right turn and you're like... we, As in like I think it's... You know how there's that long stretch of like long islands in the middle? And then you... Um, this is just going to be just as confusing for, for Josh as it is for anyone of your home. So suck <laughs> <Yeah>. it up. <laughs> but like you got the... You know like near the, the Sydney and Melbourne buildings. Like near the clubs and stuff. Like that yeah. area. And you've got those long islands in the middle where it's like traffic, island traffic. And yeah. then... Just below, like the sen- like the Central Park thing, there's that like those little islands you can turn into, and there's like that island. Yeah, because the, there's there's one they're like the they're one way roads separated by islands. Yeah, yeah, Canberra's a lot like this where it's very easy to go into the the wrong lane. Oh, you, do you think about that thing from first year? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't the story I was telling. <laughs> I don't know if we want to tell that on the podcast. <laughs> Feel bad for the driver. Would Jerry and the driver be listening? I genuinely don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, like I, the driver might know who they are. Shout out to to you if you're listening. Um, that was a that was an experience. Oh no, yeah. my mum's gonna ask me about that now. <laughs> it wasn't anything bad. Nothing bad happened. It was fine in the end. <laughs> that doesn't mean it wasn't dangerous. Anyway, um, but what I mean is like, there's this, there's this, so what I'm talking about is what seems like a perfectly legal maneuver is you turn right into this like other middle island. I, you, do you have any clue what I'm talking about? No. No. All right. Well, let's move on from that. Because <laughs> we'll, I feel you like can put, you can upload a, a YouTube video later explaining how this works. Yeah. I know. It was just like we were sitting in the car being like, we didn't disobey any road rules. We didn't break disagree with any signs. But we're the only people sitting here. I feel like we shouldn't be. You know, when something just feels off and you're not sure what it is. And we're like, and we left and we're fine. It's like, that was just weird. 
I don't know. But anyway, that was a, a very vague and confusing story. Mildly referencing another story, which we don't want to... I mean, like... Yeah, true. I'm going to get a call from my mum and be like, what was this story you were talking about? It actually is a kind of funny story. It is a funny story. Nothing bad happened. Yeah, should fine. we... Do you want to tell it? <laughs> I'll tell it. We were just... Well, as, as I mentioned before, there's the the roads in Canberra that are one way and then separated by an island and then it's the yeah. other way. It's um, really good for running, actually, because... Yeah, you know, like, where the cars yeah. are coming from. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and so what happened was we, we turned out of... So neither of us were driving. We yeah, were with someone else. We A legend for driving us. <laughs> very big legend. Um, and we came out of wherever we were parked and then... We were because laser the, tag, remember? Yeah, 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 and yeah. Because, because the roads are so confusing, the middle island was very large, like probably almost as large as like a road itself, but like yeah. with trees and stuff on it. So we just and it was we also driving. nice, so you couldn't see. Yeah, yeah. And, the, and they're two, they're two, they're it's two the lanes, two, two road. Road. they're two yeah. lane roads. Yeah. So, so we were driving down one lane, and then we like realized we were in the wrong one, and then we had to like somehow maybe because we looked over on the other island it's like this car's going the same way as us <laughs> on the other side of that yeah <laughs> um, but yeah. it was all fine in the end like it was a quiet street so there wasn't anyone coming and yeah yeah just... but that was a that was certainly a, a, a it was a funny moment i feel like we didn't tell i feel like it's a funnier story but we mitigated it because we also didn't want to make it sound like it was dangerous well it wasn't dangerous <laughs> Well, you tell it in the boring way. I feel like it's a funnier story if you make it sound more dangerous. Okay, yeah. And then uh, three police cars were behind us and there was another car speeding towards us at 100 kilometers an hour and then we did a triple roll over to the other the other island and then we escaped the cops. What have you brought for us today? Um, I thought we'd continue the, the seeds that I sowed last week oh yes that's right because we do have a bit of an update true that's right well i mean we figured this out after the podcast last week so it's all it's all good so it is it is real so that's why i'm bringing it back up what do you mean it is real because we said if it's nothing then we just wouldn't bring it up again true so we are bringing we are excellent um do you want me to fill time while you get your phone up um yeah so so to recap yeah recap tell the tell the story of the chairs again okay all right yeah so it's back at the start of 2019. It's, uh, I'm going to say it's about 17 degrees, reasonably overcast day. <laughs> Don't have to go into that much detail. <laughs> um, but myself, Josh, Kate, and Celine were all SRs coming into the start of 2019. And we're like, you know, it'd be great picking up some consult chairs. Because the idea is like, you know, have a comfy chair. If someone wants to come have a chat, they can come sit in your comfy chair. Uh, Rachel is my comfy chair now. Um, like, you still have your comfy chair. Uh, Kate's comfy chair is at their house. Celine yeah. didn't get a comfy chair, but that's part of the story. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I can stretch this out. <laughs> anyway, get in the ute. We drive out there. That ute's seen a few stories, hasn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We should now have a special where we get Tom on to tell all the stories of his ute. That, um, that would be a good special. We'd have to edit that one, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just a Tom Wait special would be it's pretty funny. A... Um, but we get the ute. We drive out to the green shed. Um, and we're, we're all being like, we're all going to spend like 20 bucks getting like a nice console chair. Yeah, because it's, 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 a, it's second, the green shed's like a second-hand op shop, so yeah. it's much cheaper buying stuff there. Because some people got theirs from Ikea, where it's like hundreds of dollars for That being said, Ka- have you seen Kazzy's Ikea chair? They're very comfy. Like, but Kazzy's chair is elite. You know, whether it's worth the... With like however <laughs> many... Yeah. True. That is, that is fair. That's, a, that's, a, that's another... That's another another thing <laughs> that's the word I'm looking for I'm still not functioning at 100% I don't think <laughs> um, but 
Oh gosh, I had a minute. Okay, I'll, I'll keep going. I'll, I'll continue. I'll continue. But we <laughs> get to the green shed. We get to the green shed and we go in um, and we have a look at their chair section and they have some nice ones just sitting there. And oh, can we also... talk about the chair snakery? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll... Yeah, but let's get to that. Yeah. <laughs> so, but the best part about the chairs is that there were lots of pairs of them. Yeah. Like, clearly that had been owned by some old couple and then had been donated or something when they had no further exactly. use for them. Um, and so we were like all talking about being chair buddies. Yeah, because like, there's four. There's, there were four of us, and there were there were definitely at least two sets of of pairs. I think there was a third pair, but we were like, that's not good. <laughs> that's, a, that's a bad pair. That's a so bad were, pair. There were two pairs that were really good. Yeah, and we were like, this is perfect. Yeah, because then we can you know be chair buddies and yeah, exactly. <laughs> have a good time. Exactly. Um. So I was set on mine, which was a green and wood wooden. It was like a deep brown wood yeah, with like with green, cushions. green cushions. And it was like very low. I didn't like it. So I, I, didn't, I didn't like that chair. Well, no, no, no. That's right. You were quite... Anyway, it was, it's very like a low chair as in like yeah. maybe like 10, 20 centimeters off the ground. Whereas the other kind of chair was kind of like a lighter... It was like a floral pattern. It had like wooden arms. Not as comfy as arms. But what sold me on it was... Um, and the only way to describe it is... You'd sit in it and your butt would just sink. <laughs> As in just like the depth of the cushion was like, I reckon your butt would sink five to ten centimeters when you sat in this chair. Like I'm not exaggerating. Like would you agree? Uh yeah, from the few times that, that, that you've that you've great you've graced its presence. Like it's it has you would agree that mine has a greater butt sinkage. Like than your Yeah, I reckon. Yeah. But you know, different different strokes for different folks. They're different chairs for different pairs. <laughs> um so Kate and I had our were set on the green ones. Well, there was there was a flip because someone was going to get the other one with me because I think you were pretty set on the green one. I was pretty yeah. set on the other one, and either I think Kate was going to get the same one as me, but then she flipped <laughs> and went one. for yours because it's cooler. And then Celine was like, "That's all right, I'll go with you." And I was like, "Yes, chair buddy." I just wanted a chair buddy. Like I didn't care. I just <laughs> wanted a chair buddy. Um, and then we're going to get the chairs, and then Celine Celine backs out of getting the chair. Yeah, that's right. And yeah, I she didn't want it. She didn't want one anymore. Yeah, <laughs> like, she was why like, "Why did you come?" <laughs> good time. Well, no, she ended up getting a buying a camping chair, like a five dollar. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> and she put a pillow on it. To be fair, it was actually really comfy. <laughs> yeah, but like, it's it's about the aesthetic. It didn't have quite the aesthetic of of the uh, of the old. Arm it's chair. like sure you could buy a a portaloo and have that in your in your room, but it's not quite the aesthetic that you're going for, is it? Whereas, like, when, when, like, you and Kate are both old, one of you will have to buy the other armchair off the other so you can, like, have it as, like, oh, well, I didn't... We're going to send... We're going to send... We haven't yet, but eventually we're going to start sending Christmas cards to each other with the with the chair, of where the chair is that year. <laughs> well, you'll get one this year of it in a new house. Yeah. 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 So, got to sort that. <laughs> you got to take a photo of the, of the chair. Yeah. Your chair as well. Yeah. yeah. And then we, you know... Send them that way. Keep in touch. Yeah, that's that's a good way to keep in touch. Keep, but unfortunately, keep you can't do that with the chair buddy. I don't, I don't have a chair buddy. <laughs> I don't yeah. have one. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's because Rachel now has my chair. Maybe that's why I was okay with giving up my chair because, like, well, I've got no chair buddy. Um, yeah. And anyway, <laughs> anyway, so we we call the guy over because he has to. There's no prices on the chairs, so we're like, oh, well, how much is this going to cost us? And they were like, twenty five dollars each or something. Absolute yeah. bargain. Bargain prices. Bargain. Bargain basement. <laughs> this is why is this detail in the story? <laughs> um, so then we buy the chairs and we take them outside and we start loading them up in the ute. Um, and as we do so, we a CD like slips out of one of the chairs. Mm. 
and we go, what's this? And we realise that we've accidentally kind of stolen a CD. From, well, okay, so here's the thing. From the green chair. They pointed to us and said, that's $25. Pointing at the chair. Pointing at the chair that had the CD in it. So really, I think the CD was included in the $25 <laughs> price. CD, if they didn't know it was there, like, surely. It's, just, it's not like we deliberately went and got some really good CDs and just stuffed them in the chair so that we yeah. could get a better deal. As you, the CD was in the chair. Yeah, so I would, we had no idea the CD was in the chair. Until I we argued that the CD it. was part of the chair purchase. Uh, I also subscribe to that. And <laughs> Green Shed employees, if you're listening, please don't sue us. And if you're a lawyer who's willing to back us up or tell us that we're in the wrong... Preferably pro bono, please. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have any budget, but we can offer you a seat in a very nice chair. <laughs> And a very nice CD. Well, no, we don't have the CD anymore. We so don't have the CD anymore. So there's no evidence. No, no evidence. <laughs> no evidence. Um, and so we, we put the CD on when we were driving back because we were like, oh, let's have a listen to this. And, and it's um, like, I think it's Deep Forest is the name. Potentially. We'll, we'll, get, to, we'll get to this. Cause and there's like, it's like, this elect, like it, it, it feels like an electric, like an electric forest. Yeah, yeah. It's like, got, like a cross between real sounds and electronica. Um, yeah, and we looked them up, and they won a few Grammys. They won, they won a Grammy, and we were like, "This thing's, we're like, this is damn, this is, this is a really good chair." Quality, yeah, <laughs> not not bad. Did we, did we know whose chair fell out of? Was it your chair or Kate's chair? I think it was it was, mine. It, it was one of ours because ours had the yeah yeah. The, but do you know, we I can't remember. I can't. I can't did, remember. Was there a delineation between the two? That's a no, word I love no, delineation. No, because they they just looked identical. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, really, we actually saved that CD as well because remember, it started raining. Yeah, we did, yeah. So if we hadn't if we hadn't gotten the CD out, yeah. if we hadn't found that CD, it would have been destroyed in the rain. Would have been destroyed. Exactly. And that's and that's then no one gets to enjoy it, you know. <laughs> whereas, <laughs> anyway, whereas, anyway, I reckon the green shirt's getting plenty of mileage out. Of yeah. <laughs> in terms of the the amount of so okay, I reckon what they would have charged you maybe fifty cents for that CD. Yeah, maybe like two dollars at two dollars, right? Yeah. Let's say two dollars at most. And then I would say, given the amount of mileage that we've given the green shirt on this podcast. Pay a couple of bucks for, for yeah, for yeah, that. Yeah, so we'll just say this is like this, this is even. We're even. We're, we're, we're even we're with even, the green yeah. shed. And if you go buy stuff from the green shed, they're actually great. But they are, great. as in like, <laughs> I'm probably going to be buying some great stuff from the green shed for my house next year. So like, it's yeah, yeah. Anyway, play on. Anyway, um, so then I promptly forgot about the whole thing because. We just left the CD in there because no one really wanted it. And who has a CD player nowadays? Exactly. Uh, except the Ute. Except the Ute. And we just thought we'd leave it in there for, you know, whoever was driving it. They could listen to some nice... And, know, and some of our mates, uh, including Tom Waite, who we were talking about before. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the Ute got decommissioned by ANU because it was an ANU vehicle. And then yeah. so they just auctioned it off and two of our mates just pulled their money together and, and bought, bought it, it. Yeah. <laughs> which is pretty legendary. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They used it a fair bit beforehand as yeah, well. Yeah. Like, they were the main drivers of it and then, you know, they just got to keep... But then it. Ollie was actually on exchange at the time. So, like, one of them was... They were both overseas at the time that they bought the ute. Because um, it's so, an online auction. It was so an online auction and then Tom came back so he basically got six months of free reign on the ute. Um, and then... But I think it's because they don't live together either. So they, they share a vehicle, but they live in separate houses. So it's kind of like a. It's very niche. It's, it's a very, very misc arrangement. Yeah. It's like who gets the kids for the weekend? <laughs> Except the kid, the kid is the Bruce. Because <laughs> it's the Bruce Hute. Um, anyway, moving on. Moving, moving on. on. So I forgot about the whole thing until this year. And hopefully the listeners aren't sick to death of my, my stories about this course. But this is, this is a funny one. We start talking about, in, in my music and globalization course, we start talking about 
a this is, this is the same course where uh, we cut, covered Paul Simon. Paul Simon, yeah. The, who and no longer gets shout outs. No, no longer gets shout outs. Anti shout outs. Anti shout out to Paul Simon. Yeah. Um, and we started covering a band called Deep Forest. And I was like, that name kind of sounds familiar, but yeah. like, I don't know like, what know, from. I don't know why. Um, and yeah. the lecturer was like, has anyone listened to Deep Forest before? And I was like, I think I might have, but like, I don't, I don't, I don't remember anything about it. I don't, don't know why, yeah. And yeah. we get played something, and I'm like, this sounds like quite familiar, and the yeah. album looks quite familiar. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm starting to think. It's a very distinctive on. CD cover. Yeah. And I'm starting to think, hang on, maybe that CD that we bought was a deep forest. Well, didn't you have that realization on the podcast last week? Yeah. So yeah. I was, I, so I'd been thinking this through and, and last week I came and I was like, I have to talk to you about this CD. It's very important business. It's very important business because I can't remember actually what we did. <laughs> we, like I can't, I couldn't remember the whole, the whole thing. So I wanted to get a second opinion on whether it was a deep forest CD. And then at some point on the podcast, you said deep forest. And I was like, that's your subconscious <laughs> remembering yeah. the name of the thing. Yeah. You know, where you haven't been tight. Like, I didn't say Deep Forest at all. Yeah. You just said it. So I was like, well, obviously, we're on here. Yeah. We're, we're, we're on the, we're the fish on. is on the hook, you know? This is on. Um, and so then, just to, just to confirm that it was, in fact, a Deep Forest CD, I sent our friends Tom and Oliver a message. Oh, did you get a response? I did get a response. That's huge. <laughs> because, so for context, Tom and Oliver, I. Last time I sent Oliver a message, I sent him a message about something, and then two weeks later, he was like, oh, Sorry, just saw this. And then the Ollie's kind of like a little bit like a granddad with technology. And then, <laughs> that's fair. I don't have a problem with saying that on the no, podcast. That's true. He didn't he didn't have like a like a smartphone for a while, didn't he? Or was that someone else? It's a very first world privileged perspective, isn't it? <laughs> no, I'm just saying I'm just saying it's very I've, I feel like it's very surprising among yeah. our age group to uh, find yeah, someone. No, no, that no, you're right. Yeah, have. yeah. <laughs> and then and then Tom is I think Tom leans into the enigma. Yeah, in, very much. <laughs> and he's also reasonably forgetful with messages. Like I once, like I, I was catching up with him for lunch. We went to the food co-op and we were, meeting, we were meant to meet at twelve thirty. And about twelve twelve forty five, I checked him a message, being like, "Hey, dude, are you showing up?" And he was like, and he just completely forgotten. So we got there at like one thirty. So I was just sitting outside. It was fine. I just found some papers to read on my phone. But yeah, but they're both very like. They're not the kind of people that you'll message on Facebook and necessarily get a response quickly. Yeah, but that's why this is this was important. This was important and they responded. Because of, because of, as we mentioned, this has been a very short turnaround between recording these episodes. <laughs> um, and like a three day turnaround and we've gotten a response. Who responded? Was it Tom or Ollie? It was Ollie. It was Ollie? Yeah, it was Ollie. That's the white whale. Oh, anyway, well, you know why? Because he updated his Facebook cover photo. Really oh, cute so we probably just saw it. We probably saw yeah. it, yeah. yeah. That's a really cute photo, by the way. <laughs> okay, so this is this is what I said. Hey boys, hope you're well. Just wondering if Wait, there is... Wait, plural? Yeah, well, I sent it to Tom and Oliver in a group chat. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just wondering if there is a Deep Forest CD in your ute. Blacker and I found one when we got our consult chairs last year and left it in there. We don't really want it back, just curious if it is, in fact, a Deep Forest CD. Because and... <laughs> I didn't want them to think we were trying to grab the CD To be back. fair as well, that's pretty par for the course for us. <laughs> <laughs> like, they would not, Ollie would not be surprised by that message from us. Um, and Oliver responds, I remember seeing one and thinking, what the heck is that? But I have checked recently. So there was a Deep Forest CD... In the U, so it definitely was a Deep Forest CD, right? Which means that 
we did get a Deep Forest CD, and I was right. I have listened to Deep Forest. But, okay, before. but why did Deep Forest come up in your music your music course? Oh, because they co-opted, the whole they co-opted a recording from the Solomon Islands. And oh, just, Jesus. Okay, so let's let's talk to that. So, do you, do you, so, <laughs> so kind of like back on the theme from two weeks ago, where Paul Simon co-opted. Yeah, uh, a, yeah, very similar. Same. same so thing. they basically went in. To a it was, the, the recording was on a you went no slightly different. The recording was done by an ethnomusicologist for a. UNESCO World Heritage CD. Okay, that's really um, cool. Yeah, so it was a world music CD that was showcasing different things. And they... So the original recording was made with good intent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it was released by the UN and, and... Or, like, the UN in partnership with some publishing group or... Is UNESCO... You know the the two... The UNN at the start of the UNESCO? Is that the same as the UN that is the yeah. UN? Un- yeah, UNESCO is the, like, heritage... Group. What does the ESCO stand for? Environmental something or other. <laughs> do, do, do you want to look it up? I'll or? look it up. Ask me for so United Nations. Uh, I reckon the C is conservation. O is organization. Uh, environmental, social, conservation, and social and conservation organization. United Nations Educational, Scientific, and Cultural Organization. I got organization <laughs> and United Nations. <laughs> I passed. You got the easiest three. <laughs> Look, there's got to be easy questions on the test, right? <laughs> anyway, so they released that recording. Yeah. Um, and then Deep Forest was making their album. Yeah. Um, and they messaged the musicologist, Hugo Zemp, I believe his name, oh. his name is, um, asking for permission to use uh, not the Solomon Islands recording, but the uh, another recording he did of... Um, some African music because um, they wanted to use that. And so he gave them permission to use the African music but not the Solomon Islands music. And then right. they went and just used the Solomon Islands recording anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and it became... Their, the Deep Forest version became very famous. It was used in Coca-Cola commercials and stuff like that Wait, as what? well. Yeah. Um, so this is the, that random CD that we listened to and that you that one day. Yeah, yeah. It's actually wow. quite... Like a very big <laughs> record. I mean, it was all right. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I, like I feel like I can't like it because it was ripping off like a you know yeah like yeah, a exactly Solomon Islands yeah. Um, so yeah, there you go. So we stole a CD. <laughs> no, we didn't. Music. We bought a CD of <laughs> stolen music. Well, they had no right to that music anyway, right? That's true. You know, they were yeah. So anyway, that's the saga. That's of me. Being exposed to something and then remembering, hey, maybe I did actually listen to this. Oh, yeah, we did. 